When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, of course, the great folks out there at Lakerholics.com. Of course, also as well, the great folks at Lakersball.com. Go ahead and check out Ox1947, aka Joe Soro today. <laughs> <laughs> at lakersball.com oh my gosh if you could guys and gals could see us behind the scenes and that's all i'll say but also go ahead and check out if you want your lawn transformed you know because we always love like leaning into the camera to express ourselves if you want your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful do it today at simblades simblades with a y.com also, oh my gosh, man, he's got that sleek designer look going on. So yeah, I know it was mentioned the other day that you went to the the hair chopper. It looks like you went to the hair. Yeah. So you did. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. Oh, Brad Pitt. There you go. All right. Yeah. He actually did today go to the barbershop. That's Joe Soro. But also as well, check out Jamie Sweet and his five things articles, plus the number one Lakers blogger that's out there today in Laker Tom. You can do that at Lakerholics.com. Cricket's back. He says, hello. Hello, Cricket. Hopefully you have subscribed. And that's the other thing I want to go ahead and mention. Please go ahead and subscribe today. We need all the help we can get so you can go ahead and subscribe right below Joe. I swear he won't bite your hand off. Go ahead and subscribe below to get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers fast break. And oh my gosh, we've had quite a few quite a few things to say this week great shows thank you so much tw nation for subscribing to the channel as i spoke so please go ahead and follow tw nation today by subscribing to us at youtube so you can get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with each and every episode of the lakers fast break and if you can go ahead and support all that plus our good friends at hoop heads podcast network it is sincerely appreciated all right, I appreciate it, Cricket. Cricket says he's going to be subscribing right now as we speak. Cannot thank you enough for doing so. It's been a very busy week for us here at the Lakers Fast Break. And this week is going to be closing out, unfortunately, with a loss as the Lakers in the third game of a four-game homestand against the battling Utah Jazz, the team that is giving Danny Ainge headaches in more ways than one because they're winning 
They're doing the exact opposite of what everybody on the planet thought they would be doing. They're actually very good. They shoot extremely well from the outside. And the fact is they're a top five three-point shooting team. And unfortunately today they showcase that with a tremendous array of shooting, 42% from behind the arc. And, well, I will say, actually, I'm sorry. Yeah, 42% from behind the arc, both them and the Lakers. But they actually made six more three-pointers. And it led to a 130-116 to victory. The Lakers, unfortunately, could not defend well at all today, especially from the outside. And it showed. Plus, in the fourth quarter, their half-court execution just seemed to falter them as they only managed to go ahead and score 21 points in the fourth quarter when they needed it the most. They did, unfortunately, fall 130-116 after a promising third quarter when they came back from 16 down to almost tie the game. Russell Westbrook is getting MVP chance already. People are forgetting what happened two weeks ago, but all right. He's coming off the bench. He is playing a lot better, so let's give him a lot of credit for that. He did go ahead and lead the Lakers today with 28 points, six assists, two steals, and four turnovers. Also as well, LeBron James. With it coming into the game with a foot injury, he was questionable for the game at times, but he did go ahead and play in the game with 17 points, 11 rebounds, and 8 assists. Anthony Davis had 20 points in the first half, only 2 points thereafter, 22 points and 8 rebounds. Also chipping in was Lonnie Walker with 17, Troy Brown Jr. with 12. The bench, unfortunately, could not give you anything outside of Russell Westbrook, and again, the Lakers fall because of the defense today, 130-116. to and here today to talk about the games are two great guys indeed. First up is first man here. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at the Five Things articles. Yes, that's you. That's you. That's you at Lakerholics.com. It is, ja- well, I'm sorry, Yami Swoot, a.k.a. Jamie Sweet. And he's here today. All right, we got a great guest too as well coming on in a little bit. Long time no see. Stranger coming back on the show. Great to have Orrop back, and we'll get to him in a minute. But it is Jamie Sweet. Jamie, I also want to make sure that by the end of the day, I know a lot of people all week long has been asking for all of us to talk about the Kyrie situation. And Joe uh-huh. and I already said at nauseum, uh-huh. you saw the statement last night on Twitter with his official uh-huh. apology. You saw uh-huh. the fact that Ni- Nike today said no more Kyrie for them in their future. And, uh-huh. you know, the GM uh-huh. said okay, we're going to go ahead and just evaluate it one step at a time. He still has got a lot more to do before he gets off suspension. Right. Besides all that, I'll make sure that you go ahead and have time to talk about that. But for now, sure. the Lakers, unfortunately, all the defense that they were showcasing in the first few games of the season seemed to go away today, especially on the perimeter. Yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't have our defensive gem uh, of, the, of the year game tonight. We had one of those sort of raggedy defensive uh, efforts. Um, you know, you got to credit Utah. That team plays really hard, and they play for one another. You know, there's teams that play hard, but don't like aren't connected, aren't uh, aren't you know, don't put it all together uh, on the court. And you know, you can tell they're trying. It's not a matter of effort. But this Utah team, uh, uh, you know, and Jordan Clarkson is uh, let's uh, let's 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 give Jordan Clarkson some props, man. That guy has carved himself a little niche in this year NBA uh, mm-hmm. from uh, 
I believe the next to last pick in the draft or the last pick in the draft, uh, second round pick. Uh, late he was, he, round. He, I think he was in the fifties if I remember correctly. He was, he was way, 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 way back way, there. Way, way back there. Yeah. Absolutely. And he, he found uh, 46 a by the way, about 46. All right. All right. All right. So not quite the last pick of the draft, but you know, certainly not a uh, guy on many people's boards you would imagine. Yes. And he's, he's gone from anything anybody offers him is, uh, I, I, he does. You gotta love guys that are coaching or coachable. Like, you want me to come off the bench? I'll come off the bench. I'll win six man of the year and I'll do it well. Oh, there's not enough guys on the team. You want me to start now? Great. I don't. That's wonderful. I'll go out and start and I'll, I'll be just as good as I was coming off the bench or before when I was a starter. Uh, he's worked on his three point shot. He's worked on his overall game. His he's deadly around the paint. Uh. And we couldn't stop Clarkson. We couldn't stop Mark Aiken. Uh, Markinen. and thank you. And, uh, you know, and our two superstars were largely non-factors uh, in the game. You know, AD started well. I'll credit AD for starting well, but he was a non-factor in the second half on both ends. Um, LeBron probably should sit for a couple of games, I feel like, uh, and try to get that foot right, unless it's something that A, can't get worse, and B isn't going to get better with rest somehow. So, you know, much like Kendrick Nunn's mysterious bone bruise that would not heal. So, um, I, you know, I, I don't know this, this, this version of LeBron is, is going to be last season's version of Russ, uh, just, you know, with a nicer demeanor in post-game interviews. Um, you, you can't, this Laker team doesn't function when LeBron ha- shoots like Lonnie Walker, the fourth, we can't have seven for 19 games from LeBron. We can't have, no three pointers in any game, you know. It, it, this version of LeBron isn't sustainable for this Laker franchise, and so somebody's got to figure something out. Whether it's LeBron, whether it's Darvin, whoever it is that has to figure it out, um, you know, it, it, it's 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 not sustainable. It, it, we won't win games uh, like we didn't win tonight. We were lucky to win in the last game, and it took a Matt Ryan hero shot. Uh, and great play from everybody not named LeBron James. Really, Lonnie Walker the fourth and Matt Ryan are the heroes of, of last of the last win against the Pelicans. Um, and Utah never let up. We got we'd come back. They they'd keep the pressure up. They never crumbled. They they played a, they played their game. They played it well. And you know you got to credit the Jazz. Uh, got to credit the Jazz. Is it just me or does THT look a little chubby? Well, THT does look a little bit, uh, but maybe it's the uniform. I don't know. I, it, it was hard to tell because he always had his. He looks slimmer in purple and gold, but he wore whites every once in a while as a Laker, and he just looks a little, little yeah, chubby. The thing is, though, when I talk to Paul, who's in our chat room every now and then, as a Utah fan, the thing is with THT, he looks like he's a little bit better fit because the fact is everybody else can shoot the three-pointer he doesn't have to worry about that as much. He can go ahead and just do what he does best and drive the basketball to the hoop. Yeah. Well, that's the problem, though. On this team, they got Conley, who does it better. They got Clarkson, who does it better. Well, that's why uh, he's playing only 15 and minutes off the bench. And that's why, he, that's why he's now, again, like, I'm sure he was going to Utah, like, finally. Finally, I'm going to get my shot. Oh, oh, no, I'm, I'm still, like, the eighth guy in the back. Okay. It's fine. I'm, I'm into it. That's great. So you got to feel for Tate's too a little bit. Uh, that's true indeed, but also here to talk about what's going on with the game. I, I really like your points though, Jamie. I think that, you know, we, we got to make sure LeBron looks right. I don't know if his foot is really having issues as was reported on before the game. 
he might be very iffy for Sunday afternoon's game, and that's something I worry about as well. Against a he very should, good he, sh- he should be if you if you can't play better than this, he should be iffy. Like we should yeah. we get it right. You know, we need we need LeBron who's effective. Yeah, absolutely. And Paul Paul is joining us on the chat. Truly appreciate it, Paul. Congratulations to Utah. You guys played a whale of a game. You guys played just enough defense, and of course, you know you're living outside the three, and and it's doing very well for you, but. Also here today to talk about the game. It's a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today as Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Soro. Joe, great to have you back. John McCallion's in the chat room there for you. He's one of also one of our regulars. Go ahead and check out his awesome channel today and subscribe there as well. But Joe, you saw what they were doing. Their, their defense in the past couple games has led them astray and it cost them today. I don't care that John's on the chat. <laughs> oh, okay. well, I do. I said such John. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, this was one of those games you hated to have. Now, if it was in January and you're sitting at twenty five right. and fifteen, sure, that's you can say that's just one of those nights. Jazz were pulling every. Is it a Wilson ball now? It's not a Spalding ball anymore, right? They did change, so I think it is a Wilson. I they were right. pulling Wilsons out of every orifice tonight and making them. You can say that the Lakers were playing defense the way they should have, but I, I was watching the game in the first half. Those freaking guys were not missing anywhere. Yeah. It didn't matter. Mid-range, three, they were like at 50, hook shots. To they were just throwing percent. stuff up and, 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 and yeah. making it. And it, it only hurt worse because we had no margin of error to try to get out of this hole that we've created. It's it's it was very, very frustrating to watch while watching Russell Westbrook come out of wherever he was this last last year. I felt really bad that we we couldn't take advantage of the fact that Russ wasn't missing. And it went from booing game. him to chanting MVP. And then LeBron, I'm sorry. He looks hurt. I don't know if he looks hurt or it's it, this is just not very realistic to have this guy still trying to play like LeBron all year, every game, game in and game out. We we need we need it. These are the games that we need to have the other guys, but there's not enough talent, guys. There's not enough. We were getting killed on the offensive boards in the first half, and I just. We're upset at AD for not scoring, and his mid-range is pretty much shot. But there's no rule. There's no way for him to build any rhythm. Everything is collapse onto him. Everything is 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 is. Look, just let Lonnie Walker let 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 whomever's out there shoot. That's what they're doing. They're not gonna relent from that unless those guys don't miss. And we weren't missing, but the problem was they weren't missing either in the first half. They lost seventy-five points in the first half. What was the end of this? What was the score? Uh, let's see here. It was 130. So that means they scored Another 55. 65. They scored 55 points in the second half, which if you had held them at 55 in the first half, we win the game. Yep. So they really, they just, it was just one of those games that was extremely frustrating to watch because of the predicament we're in. And if LeBron doesn't play Sunday, it's very unlikely he's playing Monday, which means the Lakers could end up going 0-3 in the next three games. Yeah. If that happens, we are I, – I, 
I think it's all but done. I know that's early, but I don't. I just don't see how they're going to get out of this hole. You're, you're talking about going two and um, two and seven, two and seven. Yeah. Well, they're two and six right now. They if would they lose, two and yeah, eight. So they eight. would be two and eight, and I don't know if they can get back to five hundred before the end of the year if the current team is what it's going to be. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Last night's show, you were really just doing a great job of providing hope and analysis for all the Lakers fans out there. But you're right, it just... There was... You were banking on the defense that was there for them for most of the season just didn't show up today. Yeah, and the offense did, which that was what really hurt. It hurt that they could not – this was the one game they really got run. Yeah. I don't even know if you can call it run. These guys were making everything. I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how else to say it. it you, you could, they didn't play bad defense. They were making everything. And they were just throwing balls up in the air and they were making it. I don't, I don't, it just, it's frustrating because I just wish it hadn't happened in this, at this, at this time. I wanted them to get this third one and then go into, go into Sunday and, and, and Monday's games where they could possibly get a split there and then go back to LA on, on, on Wednesday to play the Flippers and, and, you know, get some kind of something out of that. But this is, this is looking scary now. Now I'm worried. Now, I don't know what's going to happen between now and next week. Next week, we could end up sitting at two and nine, two and ten if if we're not careful. And if LeBron's not playing, it's game over. Uh, I don't think we win any of these games. And that's uh, my concern as well, and especially on a back-to-back that's coming up on both Sunday and Monday with the getaway game on Sunday and, of course, what's coming up on Monday. But also here today to talk about what's going on with the Lakers and their loss today. It's a good man indeed. He is returning to us after a long absence. Great to have him here. It is Elrob. Elrob, great to have you back, my friend. Just so happy to have you back. I know if Laker Tom, Laker Tom's going to be kicking himself. Why wasn't I there for Elrob's return? Well, you know, sorry, Laker Tom. We were here for Elrob's return. Great to have you back, my friend. Wish was under better circumstances. Again, you know, the Lakers are just not able to consistently this season piece four quarters together consistently on both the offensive and defensive end. And for that, we have the record right now, two and six. That speaks for itself. Well, thanks, Gerald. It is good to be back. Um, yeah, it was a it was a tough game to watch. You just 
you know, I, I'm going to disagree with Joe just a little bit. I just thought the defensive effort initially wasn't there, and they let Utah establish a rhythm. And once they were in a rhythm, it was hard. Second half, yes, they came out in the second half, third quarter, they came out aggressive. They came out switching like they should have. They they was following the defensive game plan or the defensive game plan was adjusted. And you can see they um, they made Utah work. First half, they didn't put a body on anybody. I mean, there was no, it was guys just cutting freely to the basket. It's like, put a body on somebody, you know, make them feel you. They never made Utah feel them. You know, and to me, the, you know, LeBron, he's checking Kelly Olenek. He lets Kelly Olenek pop out and shoot a three. He lets guys cut to the basket. He's not boxing his guys out. I mean, he was just out there um, a lot of times. And so that was a little frustrating to watch. Um, it's like it's like the uh, LeBron of last year because you saw he wasn't giving you anything on the defensive end at times last year. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, hopefully it is uh, some type of – I mean, I don't want him to be injured, but I would hate to think that he's fully healthy and and playing like that because then that's really, really bad news. Um, but, yeah, the team is just, you know, like Joe said, don't have enough talent to make up for LeBron having a lackluster game. So Utah is good. They play well together. They play very well together. Um, it's just frustrating. I mean, you I mean, if you watch Kelly Olenek, you know what he's going to do. He's going to catch it. I mean, I thought he got away with a few travels and a few illegal picks and kind of rolling into guys to the basket. But if the Lakers' defense isn't up into him, the ref's not going to call him. If you get up in his face when they do that little – fake screen and roll to the basket, it's going to be an offensive foul. But if you're not up on them, then, you know, you, you don't give yourself a chance to get to get that type of call. It was good to see uh, Westbrook play play good. But again, Russ, earlier in the year when he couldn't bat basket, his defense was very good. Now when his offense picks up, you see him reverting back to his same def defensive habits of not you know, not uh, paying attention to details. Man's cutting back door and he's nowhere to be found or he's not boxing out. So, you know, he he, he had a bad defensive game, but offensively, you know, of course, he, he was very, very good. So that was that was the positives. I mean, I had a chance to – I went to the um, Cavaliers game, the Pistons and Cavaliers game today. Hey. And, yeah, that's not a pretty sight when you see them rolling into town because with yeah. Mobley and Allen, I mean, they're shutting down inside, so you can forget about it. AD, if you, if you, you know, if you're not scoring on marking and, 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 and on Linick in the post, then you can forget about scoring over, over those guys. And AD, too, on defense, his defense, to me, he's been very good defensively this year, um, but his defense was not – where it should have been today either. So I guess that's part for the course for the whole team. Well, the thing is, though, L. Rob, you know, you and I both saw this. His rotations, you know, interior, okay. But his rotations outside to both Markinen and Olenek, who are two of the best big man shooters in the NBA, was not good. He was letting them go ahead and fly from outside, which is exactly what Utah wants them to do. Yeah, you gotta you gotta press up into those guys and make them put it on the basket. They're not great in finishing and you know and multiple dribbles. But yeah, I don't know. I I can't believe that the game plan was you know that was the game plan. I'm pretty sure that like the players just didn't execute it. Maybe they didn't take Utah seriously. Maybe they 
felt good about themselves after winning a couple of games in a row and thought they can kind of come in and not get full effort and still get a W. But yeah, it was kudos to Utah. I mean, they came in, they were on fire, you know, once they, you know, Lakers let them kind of do what they want to do. Then after that, it was like, hey, everything was falling. I agree with you, my friend. When you're third in the NBA in a three-point attempts per game, that's an issue. You know what they're going to do. It's not a secret. They want to chuck it from outside. And Joe, when you have that kind of offense coming in, you as a coaching staff, you have to get them prepared. I'm sure the news was sent to them, but somehow it just got lost in translation as soon as they hit the court. The Jazz also uh, shot up 20, 20 more shots during the game. It, when you look at the possessions and kind of how how the how the game flow turned out, it 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 it, it starts to make sense, and it also it should be something of an education on the. NBA fan that watches the games these, these these days, the reason why you you see a lot more statistics uh, from an array of players is because of possessions. The possessions have gone up considerably over the last five years, and a lot of that came from the Steph Curry era, Mike D'Antoni era of basketball, which is the seven, eight second, nine second offense. People are shooting threes on top of it, so it's it's just you 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 got track stars out there playing playing basketball. It, it it it's you had mentioned G that you mentioned that you you like today's basketball it reminds you of the eighties basketball when they were scoring one hundred thirty points a game. Yeah, it's very similar to that, which is more, more fun to watch to me. It's more it's more. Uh, it's just more with more athleticism because yeah. I would watch the eighties basketball and, and it looked like a bunch of trees with short shorts, <laughs> just kind of going back and forth versus now you see more aerodynamic type moves yes. versus just straight up. Uh, I, my mind always thinks of Kareem and Jamal Wilkes that, that, that Ralph Sampson too, like those guys are just, they're like this. <laughs> they're just they're just straight straight trunks. The '80s game has come back, except you've got more aerodynamic players doing their thing. If there ever was a time when you know being young is or or bas- NBA basketball being a young man's game, this is probably the most it's 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 ever been. Uh, you've seen a lot of guys that aren't known players, not household names, that look like superstars it's 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 going to take a minute to transition to that uh and you saw teams in the past teams like let's say utah cleveland when they would rebuild it would take years to rebuild now you have a couple of good drafts and a couple of guys that can shoot and look at look at how much they they've advanced with with that talent today was the identifier on that today was us needing to finally get out of that mindset that teams are, oh, because they're going youth, because they're going to focus more on, you know, the, the the draft picks, that they're all of a sudden going to stink. I, I I don't I think I think that transition is about to it's it's changing already. You you want to you want to start winning right away. 
have a couple of good shooters and a couple of good draft picks, and you'll start winning right away. And Utah's the example of that. I'm not blaming the Lakers for the loss today as a whole. Uh, had they played Utah, a Utah team that was, let's say, 90% of what they were tonight, they would have won the game. Okay. I just, I, it's just one of those games. I, I was frustrated, not by the Lakers. I was frustrated that these freaking guys did not miss for 48 freaking minutes. I'm sorry. And if that happens, you minutes. just, if that happens, Joe, you just got to go and pat them on the back and say, you know what? You pat them on the back, but the problem is it's, we, we don't have time to pat. That's the problem. If, if we were five and two, it'd be a different story, but yeah. it, it's killing us that, they had we had to run into a team like this at home. If this was in Utah on Monday, it would be a different story. We've lost in Utah and we've lost in Denver with all our apex predator teams. So it, it's I'm I'm used to that, especially with the way the NBA schedules the Laker games. They always put Utah on a back on the back end of a back to back and Denver for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but they do that. So. Eat this NBA and eat this the NBA refs too, because there was some momentum decisions during the game that jacked up the, the the Lakers. There was a play, there was a three point play that they called LeBron on a moving screen. He was so still, he looked like a statue. I don't know what the hell that ref saw, but it was a six point swing because Utah went back and, and hit a three. Sometimes those momentum shifts can destroy a game for you. So that's my only gripe. Uh, I'm not one of those guys that's going to blame the ref on things, but that was a that was a gut punch, and I I was pissed off from that moment on. Like I didn't get out of my uh, I, my face was hot the, the the rest of the game. We'll definitely uh, see what happens there. All right, it's John McKinley. He is leaving the chat room oh, and joining man. us here. <laughs> Your cousin. The chat room says you guys look like cousins, so it's good to have you the here. The better looking one, that's for sure. There you oh, go. Man. I was I was about I was about to say, Joe, your face is always hot. Come on, man. Okay. <laughs> no, that's that's just my tan. Let's go look right here. Okay, uh, but you know, Joe, you actually groomed today, man. You just real, you know, got the haircut action going on. Joe, like look, Brad Pitt. I keep saying Brad I always, Pitt. I'm you always, said Brad Pitt. I'm always groomed. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, even more well groomed. How about that? How about that? That a little better? Yeah. We're all gro- we're all groom groomed. There you go. But also here today to talk about the game, jumping from the chat room into the fire. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and also subscribe to his YouTube channel where they talk a lot of great subjects. In fact, you got to go. Just Their conversations are all over the place and they're really fun to watch. It is John McCallion. John, thank you so much for stopping by. Appreciate you jumping on as the supposed better looking cousin right there for us here at the LFB. Your thoughts on today's game? Again, I noticed you said some in the chat, and and obviously LeBron. To me, I think there's just something wrong with LeBron, and it was reported that he had a foot injury heading into the game. I think that that's probably where the difference lies for us, and also as well, we just could not guard or was not willing to guard on the perimeter at all today. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Gerald. Yeah, one of the things that I wanted to mention was that after seeing the last two games, I thought we were building up some momentum, and also got pretty lucky with the last game, but I still, you know, overall liked the way it performed. But tonight, I mean, I think the the the, the team was just feeding off of LeBron, and they they saw LeBron isn't you know really feeling himself, or it's the defense didn't look good. The offense, especially in the fourth quarter, we couldn't buy a shot. You know, we're two and six right now, so um, you know, AD every every game he's holding a different part of his body. One game it's his knee, one game it's his back. Now LeBron seems injured. 
I don't, I don't know how we're going to dig, dig ourselves back up from two and six. It's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard indeed. But before I hit it over to Jamie for final thoughts of the game from both him and also L. Rob, wanted to go ahead and, you know, like you said, it is going to be tough with Cleveland and another rematch against Utah on the horizon. Clippers. Plus also the Clippers on Wednesday. I mean, the Lakers have to turn around and turn around quick. I mean, Joe and I last night when he was talking and he was getting a lot of people very motivated because he was talking about the possibility that if the Lakers run everything right, they could end up with a over 500 record by the time the end of the month happens. Now, after this game, I'm not so sure. I was I was I was uh, reading chat and uh, you know I was reading Yami Swoot's comment about the the, the free throw discrepancy. I'm man. The officiating was was bad tonight, but I thought you know the Lakers got some of their calls going their way, especially some of those late calls. I mean, yeah, Lakers got more calls. I mean, you know, the the opportunity was there for Lakers to win this game. They just, uh, you know, the, the offense looked stagnant. The effort wasn't there on defense. And, you know, props to Utah because you know they were moving the ball up. You know, Clarkson was running everywhere. You know, they were kicking out to Laurie Markkinen a lot. So you know, Utah did some good things, but um, I didn't see the same defensive energy that we saw in the last two games. Um, you know, I thought Russell played pretty decent in this game. Um, you know, and, and props to him because it seems like he's finally buying into um, Darvin Hand's coaching system, which I thought we'd never see. But overall, the team just doesn't look good. I mean, I'm trying to find, you know, some, some sliver of positivity, but um, I don't see it right now. <clears throat> well, it's going to be hard to go ahead and turn this thing around, but they have to do it soon or else it's really going to go off the rails. Jamie, uh, any last thoughts on the game before we touch on the Kyrie subject before we head on out? I mean, I don't with uh, uh, the Kyrie of, issue, the Kyrie conundrum, the Kyrie plenty, plenty, saga, uh, whatever you want to call it. I love how uh, we're I, saving it for the end. I don't think that. Well, I'll, I'll get into. I all got that called out on a Monday, John. So, yeah, what can I say? Okay. Anyway, uh, you know, I, I listen. I said at the beginning, you got to credit the team that plays the hardest, that fights the hardest, that shows up and scraps the most, and that was that was the Utah Jazz. Yeah, they had. You know, we had what was it, twenty more free throw attempts or something ridiculous like that? Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe more. Yeah, it was uh, twenty-five to twenty. We made twenty-five free throws out of twenty-eight. They shot nine of ten. So uh, that's a ridiculous discrepancy. And I had that with that flipped, we would have gotten blown out like bad, right? So, and that's I guess a credit to the Laker defense that we only fouled them ten times or only ten were called. Uh, I agree on Joe. I know exactly the play Joe's talking about when he talks of, when he talks about the illegal screen LeBron got called for that he was oh, yeah. absolutely set for, and Matt Ryan drilled a three, and it was one of those moments where okay, we're getting this guy going again. Oh wait, no, we're not. And after that, they took Ryan out, and he never came back. Didn't play at all in the second half, and that's that's kind of on the coaching, I think. You know, we needed offense uh, in the fourth quarter, um, and uh, you know. He never he didn't see the floor. Instead, we got missed three pointers. Ad not showing up in the second half, and that's this is, you know, this is one of those games where you can see that Anthony Davis is never gonna be the alpha player. You can't take halves off, whole halves of games, especially the second half, and be be the number one guy. He and he didn't impact the game well on either end. The whole second half, the whole second half, he was on the floor when he was on the floor. And for the most part, he just kind of didn't show up, got out hustled, out, out defended, out everything. 
Uh, I don't think he even had double-digit rebounds tonight. No, he only had eight rebounds. Three offensive, which is great. He's been an offensive rebounding machine. It's one of the reasons I think he needs to stay in the paint. He's our best offensive rebounder. Um, I don't need him shooting threes. He made a three tonight. That was wonderful to see. But in general, this isn't a, this isn't going to be a three-point shooting team. This isn't going to be a high-octane offense team. We need to play like the Utah Jazz played. We need to be the scrappier team. We need to be the team that's fighting and clawing. And the problem is that, you know, we got guys who are trying not to get hurt. AD's out there trying not to get hurt. LeBron's out there trying not to get hurt. Russ plays so hard uh, that it often kind of works against him at times, especially on defense. And you'll see him like overly, you know, he'll he'll get lost a little bit out there sometimes. But you know, Pat Beverly is basically a. I mean, what does he what does he do out there? He like maybe brings the ball halfway across the timeline. And then has he been little... in double digits in any game this year? No, I don't know that he had five shot attempts tonight. Uh, no, he didn't. He was two for two. He was two for two. Uh, we were a plus two when he was out there, I guess. So that's wonderful to see. Yeah, yeah he, he had... has not scored in double digits the entire season. Uh, he has one. Ass- he had one assist, zero turnovers. He had some rebounds, mostly defensive rebounds. But I mean, it, it, you, you can't, you can't, you can't harp on Russ all last season and then when the starting now again starting point guard contributes nothing you can't just be like well that's all right that's and westbrook is playing better than he has at any point in time in his lakers career but you can't stop bringing him off the bench this works i wouldn't change it right now this this works this works what's going to happen is when Schroeder comes back pat beverly is going to sit and when that happens now you've got 18 million dollars sitting on the bench and none and beverly and now that's a, that's when you forget the rust trade. Walk away. It's not happening. At least it's not happening until February when his buyout is Kevin is... Durant. Oh lord. <laughs> uh no that <laughs> you know it's funny Gerald because that's going to be part of my uh, Kyrie Irving uh moment. So anyway, uh, neither of those guys are worth anybody's time anymore. Um like let's just let them burn themselves out and fade into a big patch of dookie on the ground. Um <laughs> <laughs> but you know the point is is that you, you got to get something and I, I listen I think Pat Beverly has a lot of leadership and a lot of gravitas in the locker room when it comes to somebody who's worked himself again like Jordan Clarkson somebody who's worked himself up from not having anything not being picked for anything not gonna not a, an afterthought in trades for a, a large chunk of his career and he scrapped and he fought his way into a nice niche here in the NBA. And you got to admire guys like that. And I do admire guys like that. But if you're going to be the starting point guard on the Lakers, you got to at least be a Derek Fisher, man. You got to at least hit some clutch shots when you're called upon and you got to play stout defense, take some charges, you know, things of that nature. And I'm just not getting that out of Patrick Beverly yet. Um, so I think that when shooter is healthy, he'll, they'll, they'll take a good long look at him as the starter. And if it doesn't work, then you go back to Beverly or basically at that point we'll probably be like five and 20 and that, that, that'll be the season there. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> we don't even have the control of our own first round pick, which is, uh, you know, uh, we'll be 13 or 14. New Orleans will be 12 or 13. That's my guess. That's generous. Yeah, I know. it is. It is. But, uh, <laughs> Elrod oh, before oh, I know. Well, Rob, before we head head to over to Joe, and then we'll start on the, of course, what's going on with Kyrie to finish that all up for this week. Wanted to go in and hear your final thoughts. What can change? What do you think that they need to work on? Again, it's a short turnaround. 
we're obviously we're going to go ahead and have a Sunday afternoon game. And then right after that, a Monday on the next day with the return match against the Utah jazz. It doesn't look promising, my friend, but something has to go ahead and work out for the Lakers in order for them to go ahead and try and get at least split. I, I'm asking for a split at this point in time. Yeah. Well, they got to hang their hat on defense because they are not a, uh, despite tonight's performance, that that's that's not going to be a consistent thing. So they got to just get their defensive identity. If they play strong defense, like we've seen early in the season, they were in most of those games. And I think the shooting will be timely enough where they can still win. So they just got to get back, you know, just kind of watch this game. Not watch it, but watch it and say, hey, you know what, Utah – um, we didn't come out with the right intensity. Utah took advantage of it. They were on a streak. They got hot. Cleveland won't have the offensive fire. Well, you know what? Cleveland, they sat Garland and, and Donovan Mitchell. So they hold backcourt didn't play the, tonight. So um, I don't think they're they still, they still yeah. whooped, whooped yeah, they rear end too. Easily. Um, so they'll come in with a lot of extra energy. Who knows, maybe, and Donovan's been playing very good and not selfish and kind of sharing the ball. So, But Cleveland will be easier to defend than, than Utah was. You know, they don't have bigs. It's going to be stepping out, shooting threes. So that's the good news. The bad news is they'll probably kill us on the boards and beat us up on the inside. So that, that's going to be a very, very difficult game. But you know what? The Lakers, they'll come out ready. So. Um, and then when they get the return match in Utah, I think I think they can split the next two games. They just got to find the level, the level of consistency. And I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, I'm I wouldn't push the panic button yet. You know, it just Russ is finally starting to play decent. If he can continue with that level, AD has been consistent all season until the second half of today. I think that was the first time he really made me frustrated with him. Um, LeBron, you know, he's entitled to a couple bad games. So let's watch this come out Sunday. I'm hoping so, my friend. But I'm really happy for Russ that he's playing at a much better clip. Obviously, he's he's bought into Darvin Ham's request to come off the bench, and whatever he said has worked for him there. I think that's a good sign. Although, please, Crypto.com, slow your roll on the MVP chant. Let him at least get back into a consistent form. That was just like, okay, come on. You went from booing him one week to MVP the next. Let's not get too crazy out there. But before we get to Joe and then John, and then we'll start the Kyrie thing, I wanted to go ahead and ask you, you're out there in Michigan. What are you seeing or what are they saying about Detroit? Detroit looked like a team that had a lot of promise has a lot of good young talent, but for some reason has not been able to put it together this year. Well, they don't have any, I mean, they, their defense has been suspect. So I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't think anybody expected them to be a whole lot better. Uh, they've been competitive in, in several games, but their defense is, they're not big on the inside. Um, and, uh, uh, during their, their rookie, he went down. So they really big seven footer. So when he went down, they really are very, very thin. So, but more than anything, he's missing valuable games where he can be getting some reps and, and getting used to it. But Pistons just don't have the, the defense. Um, but Giannovich has been great. Uh, tonight he couldn't, he couldn't score, but he's been, he's been great, but he doesn't guard, you know, he's a cone on defense. So that doesn't help on that end. Um, <laughs> But they, I mean, they're progressing a little bit, Kay. I mean, Ivy's a rookie, so 
What can you expect? I mean, they got a couple good building blocks, but they're a couple years away from really competing for for the playoffs, if you ask me. Absolutely. Although, I, you know, petting my cat, you know, shout out to you, my friend. As always, I'm going to find you in 2080 and t- I'm, yes, I'm betting you $400 right now. We'll, we'll all come in our wheelchairs. John, L. Rob, Joe, Jamie, and me, we're all going to come at you with our wheelchairs on in the year 2080. I'll be dead. <laughs> I might roll be your coffin. There will be no wheelchair for me. I'll be gone. Uh, no, we'll, we'll, just, we'll roll your coffin. We'll put you I'll in still a be here. We'll I'd be 102. I'd be 102. If I live today. Uh, no, thank you. Okay. No, thank you. I'm, I'm happy. To, I'm happy if I make it to 82. If I make it to 82, I call, I'll sign on everybody. Okay. I live a good life. Well, <laughs> I'll be 91. You ever, you, ever, you ever see people that hit 100? I'd it's, be 106. It's not good. <laughs> well, before we go ahead and hit the Kyrie thing, I want to go ahead and hit the cousins. I do want to hit the Kyrie thing, literally. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know. But before we head to that, again, Joe, we got to go ahead and try and see if we can find something. I mean, the building of momentum off of Westbrook coming off the bench, you got to take the fact that you and I spoke volumes last year about the time that LeBron was sitting on the bench, that the Lakers were so inept over the course of the past couple seasons. They finally, finally in these past couple games or so, even in tonight's loss, finally found productive time when LeBron was sitting on the bench, as you saw in that performance in the third quarter, spurred on by Westbrook, yet they were not able to go ahead and fill it. I'm going to at least try and find a positive out of that and say, you know what, if they can do that and find time when LeBron is a little bit healthier and hopefully back to you know, back to what we're, we're hoping for from LBJ, that that's a possibly something that they could build upon down the road in future games? I don't know if looking at it from a positive standpoint is going to help. Uh, the The hope the hope for them to make a run here before it gets out of hand is, is a combination of the fact that they have the majority of these games at home and even the games that are, that are on the road, they're close. So you can't blame it on, oh, well, they're doing the Grammy trip and flying all, all, all across the country and going back and forth to all these places or going down to Florida uh, or the South, I should say. It's the Lakers have to play perfect basketball, it seems. But how do you play perfect basketball when you have a 20-year player who's not supposed to play 34 minutes a game? Yeah. And then when you have your 1A who is 29, who should be playing 34, 38 minutes a game, if he's not being utilized correctly, which there's a combination of, you can say that AD is passive a lot of times, but I think it's a combination of that and and, and him not being able to really have his spots. He doesn't have his spots. A lot of those mid-range shots were very awkward, um, not in rhythm. It's, you know, rhythm. We talk about rhythm in basketball. You, uh, Lee, uh, Lee talked about uh, Utah was in rhythm. Well, it, that, that matters. Momentum and rhythm matter in basketball. And if, if you want AD to start making those 15, 16, 17 footers, you got to create an offense that allows space and the ability not only to 
take the chance that he that he in case he misses, you have somebody there to clean it up too. That plays a factor in why it's hard to have AD outside from under the rim because you're guaranteeing that if he does miss, we're not getting the rebound. We have no help in that department. I think Russell Westbrook was the only guy I saw really trying to get a rebound underneath the basket other than AD. And the only reason why AD wasn't getting it is because he was away from the basket. And it created a lot of problems. I'm I'm thinking to myself, if AD is there to back up his guards or his forwards, you're probably not getting as much penetration to the basket like you did, like you saw. But then again, the bigs in today's NBA are, you know, camping out at the three. He's he's going to be drawn away from that, which again goes back to, well, we need somebody that can play center and can can it can and they can figure out which one of those guys is going to go out in the perimeter and stay in the in the paint. Um, I, I'm I'm not I'm not distraught. Again, this is Utah playing out of their minds. If they had played just ninety percent of what they did today, the Lakers win this game. The problem is, it's just another game that you're down, and you're going into the the, the next two games where I was worried that this was the game. These are the games I'm worried about playing in Utah, playing a Cleveland team that's really playing well, uh, and, and I'm scared that if they if they go zero and two in those games, it would have been a little bit easier to to take versus you know if they had won tonight. But now if they lose those two games, it, it's going to really, really, really set us back. Two and eight. It's 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 not looking good for them to have a to ever really get. I mean, I, I know the Hornets went one and twelve last year and made it to the playoffs, but the Pelicans. No, I'm sorry, the Pelicans. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I always keep calling them the Hornets. Uh, the Pelicans, but the young man's game allowed that a little bit too. And mm-hmm. our guys are not young. I mean, there's a few of them, but I'm talking about the impact players are not. Young, there, there's a lot of mileage on LeBron. Russell's 34. Beverly is 34. AD is plays like he's 34 sometimes. It's just not. It's not. It's not looking good for the big hole that they're in. One thing I do want to say though, and and add to that, and I'll have John interject within your cousin. Just wanted to go ahead and and say, <laughs> don't don't call him my cousin. <laughs> Had to. I'm sorry. The chat. They said you will, look like cousins. I will. I will choke you with my microphone. <laughs> yeah, you. The wish. one thing I did. Well, he, he. Joe is right in many ways, especially the fact that I was worried about LeBron so early in the season playing so many minutes after it was said that he was not going to be playing so many minutes, and he ended up playing a ton of minutes beforehand. And right about the age on the team, what has, as far as the mid, the main players are concerned, but one player that has looked much more surprisingly good than what even any of us thought is Lonnie Walker, the fourth. And tonight he chipped in with 19 points, six of 12 shooting two or three from three. I think that's, you know, as his defense, of course, defense, he did not play as well defensively. None of the Lakers did today, but tell me about him. Are you finding some type of uh, maybe hope that he can find consistency because so far this season, he's been doing a pretty good job. And I think that something Maybe that the Lakers can build upon, even if the season goes south, is the development of Lonnie Walker the fourth as a player that maybe you can go ahead and throw some money at when he becomes a free agent. I think Lonnie, he's he's definitely playing like a player who has is on a one year contract and he wants to earn his next contract, kind of like how Malik Monk did last season. 
but at the same time, it's like I'm also kind of not surprised that he's having a good season because you know usually he's sometimes he's out there with like uh, Juan Toscano, uh Anderson or uh, Troy Brown Jr. and those guys don't really shoot. They're not really scorers. They play defense. So you know someone's got to shoot the ball. You know, and it just happens to be Lonnie. Um, you know, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm surprised with his with his uh, performance. Because I was kind of expecting this, but I'm glad that he's actually trying, unlike a lot of the other players on the team, to you know to earn something. So, so yeah, I'm you know I appreciate his performance and his effort. I, I do as well. Once again, though, the Lakers did not get effort the entire game. I, I give all the credit to Utah because they really outplayed and outhustled the Lakers and also outshot them as well. I mean, every major statistical category, they did defeat the Lakers, and of course, it ended up with a 130 to 116 victory for them. We can always discuss this more in the chat room, but I did want to go ahead before we head on out today and talk, I guess, about the continuing Kyrie Irving saga. Everybody knows our show last night, we reported on his suspension, which is supposedly going to last at least five games. He did take a step late last night as far as an Instagram post, as far as him apologizing. I also want to make sure that it, the apology was at least a first step in order in, in the eyes of Brooklyn Nets. Their GM said that's the first step, but he has to take more steps in order to reinstate himself in the good graces of the, the Brooklyn Nets. I know that there's been a firestorm of, of opinions back and forth, not only on this show, but actually league wide amongst the other I guess uh, issues that have gone on off the court, especially with this week, primarily with Josh Primo, Miles Bridges. I mean, there's, uh, you know, before that, Robert Sarver, just a ton of bad news going down. But, but John, I'm going to start with you on this. We, I know that again, I've heard from people both on, you know, that doesn't want us to talk about it. And a lot of people that do want us to talk about it and being the most opinionated Lakers podcast that's out there, we have to talk about it and touch upon it. So I want to hear your thoughts on it. I know I've only seen a little bit of your comments back and forth this week because I know you've been running your own great channel. But your thoughts on the Kyrie Irving situation, where it stands right now. When we were doing the uh, the email exchange back and forth earlier today, I posed a question that might have come off as a joke, but it was also a serious question. You know, who, who's, uh, who's, who's less likely or who's more likely to have an NBA contract for next season, Russ or Kyrie? And um, I don't know. I don't know any 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 – Russ, Russ, yeah, it seems like yeah. seems like it that way, right? Because Kyrie just seems like a PR nightmare that no one would want to touch. If Russ Kyrie... can play like he did today, or at least anywhere close to it, I think that's already a you know a done deal, or at least it's leaning that way. I believe that with Kyrie, um, it seems like he's in a competition with Kanye. He's like, who can lose more sponsorships the fastest? <laughs> but there's a lot of people coming out and saying, oh, you know what happened to freedom of speech and this and that. It's like, well. You know, yeah, everyone can say whatever they want, but when you're dealing with, you know, several businesses, um, you know, every, every, all these companies are going to try to protect their business interests. You know, they're they're, they're going to try to protect the bottom line and the NBA in Brooklyn and Nike being, you know, being business as well. So, you know, I don't, you know, Kyrie, Kyrie can believe whatever he wants. I think, you know, everyone should be able to say whatever they want to say, but there's also consequences. So, um for me, I just I'm glad you know as Lakers as a, as an organization we dodged you know Kyrie we saw his true colors you know instead of training for, for him but um for now yeah <laughs> you know I, I hope I hope Rob and uh, Jeannie are watching this and hopefully you know they don't or they play they pay close attention to this but yeah I don't know I don't see I don't see a bright future for Kyrie in the NBA I think he's going to get another opportunity and then some I think because the fact that he can still do what he does for 
you know, a basketball team, I think there's Minnesota. always going to be, some, <laughs> I think there's always going to be a team giving him a chance, but yeah. uh, L Rob's coming up next, but first I do, I do want to get to Jamie sweet, Yami Swoot. Go Yami ahead, Swoot. my friend. And people have been asking all week about you. I can't wait to hear Jamie say something on this. So go <laughs> ahead, my friend, go ahead. Let her rip. I mean, what, what are we talking about? Uh, that, that Kyrie, doesn't understand reality or that yeah, well, just, you uh, know, that... your thoughts on, I mean, just the, he's in a situation now where uh, he's cost himself potentially hundreds of millions of dollars over the why is any, Why is anybody surprised? Honestly, mm-hmm. what, 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 when a clown doesn't comes out of a clown car, money. he doesn't care about anything. Doesn't care about money. Gee, how many times are you going to say this? Right. I mean, I mean, money's guy, not important. Money's not, not important, important to him. Oh, well, that's not true. You know what it is? It, it's not important to him today. right now. <laughs> it's not yeah. important to him in this moment because he looks at his bank account and he goes, well, I've got X amount of money and I'm, I'm doing great. His stepmom is his agent. Uh, wow. So it's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's all not surprising to me. This is the same guy who wanted to be a flat earther for a while. This is the same guy who, Likes to speak about how he's for the little man, uh, but doesn't really do much to <laughs> help the little man out. Uh, he's given some money to some charitable organizations, and that's wonderful. Uh, you know who put their money where their mouth was was the Anti-Defamation League when they sent Kyrie's money right back into his face. And I will tell you that that is what triggered the apology. Nothing that Adam Silver said. Nothing that anybody, not the suspension by the Nets. Not that he doesn't care. But he doesn't want to play basketball. He's not. He's not. He's not a real player. He's not. A, he's got talent. He doesn't have the right mentality. He's not a winner. He can't carry a team. He's like AD, but more annoying, right? He's he's just a more annoying version of AD, who's like a child with a gun, and nobody's taken the gun away yet. Uh, and so when the child with the gun shoots things, I don't understand why people are surprised. Uh, that's that's my take on it. I I mean I I consider him to be kind of a a, a sad person. Um. I mean, I'm sure personally he's happy or thinks he is or whatever. I mean, I really just haven't cared about Kyrie Irving in so very long. I've never wanted him to be on my team. Not when he was on Cleveland. Not when he was on Boston. Not now that he's a net. I don't want Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant to ever be Lakers. They're undeserving of the uniform. They're undeserving of their platform. But what's most annoying for me is that they seem to think that they should have this platform and this bullhorn to yell about all the things that are important to them. But when the microscope and the microphones are put in their faces asking them questions, suddenly it's some sort of intrusion of privacy or, or, or they're being picked on by the world. And, oh, oh, me with my, with my opinion. Grow a pair. Thanks. You need to grow up, grow a pair, and either deal with it or move on. Go be a talk show phenom or, you know, have a, have a, whatever you're going to do. Go speak it. If you throw everybody for a loop, you know, move to Italy and become Joe, Joe, Jelly Jean, Brian, Jelly Bean, Brian 2.0. Like whatever, who cares? These people are undeserving of our time and our attention. That's, that's the bottom line. These people are undeserving of this level of scrutiny and attention. They are morons. Most morons are able to fly by without anybody caring because they don't play basketball well. Got spam in the chat. Yeah, I know. Oh. They're back. 
They're back. 69 Mega piece, is back. They want a piece of us too. Let's go. Uh, I need my, I need, listen, no, no, no. Don't let them go. I need I need my life filled with emoticons. So this is great. Oh, go. look. This is what I wanted my whole life. It's right there. Well, you, know, I, is, I, you know what? You know what? This is about as interesting as the Kyrie Irving tweet, frankly. Uh, it's, uh, it's right well, there. Same, and, same the, level. And the important thing is uh, one of our guests mentioned something, and, and this is this is something. I'll get I'm you sorry. on a second, L. Rob. I'm sorry, L. Rob. I gotta say this because, no, go ahead, Joe. No, because no, go ahead, go because ahead. this got brought up right now, and I gotta say it. Our interpretation of this freedom of speech thing and the consequences and the the who's right and who's wrong and this particular uh, group versus this particular group. You're, you're criticizing this, and you're you got to stand up for who you are. And you know, at the end of the day, there are going to be those who are going to interpret just like. Two days ago, we we lost three subscribers because they didn't want to hear us talk about Kyrie Irving. They're right. They're right. I don't want to talk about Kyrie Irving. But the other part of it is there are people that do want us to talk about it. And it is basketball related. It is. We're talking. This is a basketball show. Kyrie Irving is a basketball player. What's if, if you you can't sit there and tell me, oh, well, we don't want to talk about this particular situation. Well, it's the big news story. What do you want me to do? What do you want us to do? Oh, I don't want to talk about politics. Well, he's it, it, you're telling me one day that, well, respect their position, that they, they, they have a platform. And then you go, okay, you talk about it. Then they're like, I don't want to talk about politics. And then you're going, okay. Um. Uh, okay, what do I say? What do you say at this point? Now you're getting now. Jamie's being called a social justice warrior, or because he's presume. sharing his opinion too. So why can't he share his opinion? You're, we're losing either way. If you yeah. sit there, I've lost you, subscribers this week on right. this channel. If you sit there and you say to some guy who's talking about it, you say, you know what? I don't want to hear you talk about it. Then. You don't talk about it. Well, see, you only care about sports. You don't care about what's going on in the world. Okay. That's when these start to show up. <laughs> He's done it twice in one episode. Okay. This is this is getting tiring now. Okay. We've been talking means. about – we tried to formulate this. Isn't that Kyrie Irving's number? We try to formulate this <laughs> within the basketball realm. Okay. Kyrie Irving, the Ben Simmons, the Kevin Durant, these guys are professional basketball players. They're getting paid. The only reason why we give two craps about these guys is because we're basketball fans and they're basketball players. If these guys were Kyrie Irving, who lives in Rancho Cucamonga on Main Avenue and, 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 and is a plumber, are we even having this discussion? No, no one cares. So we care because they're public people. At this point, it's a lost cause. I'm basing it off the Nets, basketball, <laughs> and how that works. Okay? These guys are a disaster. And oh if you God. guys are – and I say you guys as in the public, the ownership, the management. If you guys really, really believe in what you believe, then I want to see Kyrie not sign with anyone this summer. Me either. Okay? You really want to show me your – Show me, show me that. If Minnesota 
or Orlando end up signing no, no. him. Joe, Joe, always... that's that's Josh Primo. If you want to see those, you gotta call. You gotta follow Primo on Twitter. That's right, gonna, right. That's just yeah, gonna definitely. show you the. Uh... <laughs> For a second, I thought he was trying to like a travel let's, thing. Let's, or let's, keep, let's keep our NBA. Uh, uh, this goes back to uh, when he said formals. grow a pair. Grow a pair. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep things. You know, again, PG as much as I can. Uh-huh. It's 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 uh I I, I when I say it's, it's tiring it's it, when I say it's tiring I, it's tiring to hear the same dumb response from either people whichever side this is coming from because they're gonna the, people are just gonna want to believe what they want to believe and that's fine but you have to also have the 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 energy and the and the, the conviction to tell people you know what what do you want me to do you're someone's asking me to talk about it and you're asking me not to well which one am I gonna do. How about I do this, and you understand that I'm doing this at this point, but we don't. We all get stuck in this, you're on this side or that side. No, I'm not on either side. I'm on my side. I'm on Gerald's side. I'm on Elrond's side. I'm on Jamie's side. I'm not really on John's side, but you know what I mean. So there you go. That's that's, that's the button on that. Uh, I'm finally glad to go ahead and say that Joe's let you know let it all out, and I appreciate it because he's been here all week sharing his thoughts on it. How's your blood pressure, Joe? (laughs) <laughs> you remember Bill Bar? You remember Bill Parcells, right? Yes. Okay, just Bill Parcells was a walking. I'm not that young. He was a he was a he was a walking 110 degree thermostat, right? I mean, you've seen you've seen NFL films, right? Yes. If Bill Parcells can live into his late 70s, I'm going to be able to live into my late 70s, unless of course somebody kills me. Well, we'll see. Let's Hopefully that won't happen. Yeah, let's, let's not that happen. But L. Rob, you know, the floor is yours, my friend. You've been in touch with what's going on all week. You've seen back and forth. You've been part of the emails between these guys behind the scenes. Your thoughts on this whole situation. I'm, I'm so glad that, you know, that you are also giving a chance and giving us a chance to go ahead and express your thoughts on this subject as well. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie's. He's an odd cat, so, you know, nothing he does surprises me. Um, Uh, I'll be honest with you, Rob. I was hoping that he would be on the straight and narrow. I really thought that this year he would be on the straight and narrow because he would be working towards a a multi-year contract, but I was wrong. I was wrong on that one. Well, many, many people was hoping that and predicted that, and he just, he can't help himself. He's very opinionated, and he's going to, you know, I, I weigh each situation separately. I don't clump them all together and say anything Kyrie says is crazy because, you know, I remember when he was going through the thing, he said he didn't want to get vaccinated. You know what? I shared that opinion with him and I didn't get vaccinated. Many people criticized him for that because that's what he believed and that's what he wanted to do with his body. He said, made the sacrifices. I don't think he whined about it. He said, hey, this is what I believe. And he, and he lived up to his conviction. Um, once you start, you know, being, you know, the anti-Semitism stuff and the stuff he's saying, I mean, come on, you cannot do that and not expect to take consequences. So you can try to dance around it like he tried to, but at the end of the day, you are going to either um, have to apologize or you're going to find yourself out of the league very, very soon. Thank you for creating the difference. See, that's, Right there, what Elrond said, Rob said, is exactly my point. There are differences, people, context between one thing or the other. Just because he did, 
it, just because Kyrie is said something really bad this week doesn't mean you were wrong. You, you can be right about other things too. But we clump everything together, and that's it. It's it's either this side or that side, and that was the perfect explanation on why it's so hard to discuss things these days because everyone just keeps clumped. As soon as it's one something that they don't want to hear, oh, he's 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 this guy that lives in a shack in some place. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's it's, it's this is not going to go anywhere. Yeah, and it's it's tough because you can't please everybody, and you know you lost subscribers, Gerald, and I mean that's that's part of business. You know, everyone's yep. not going to agree with you and, and like it. You just got to do what you think is right. And this is a big issue in basketball. This is a big issue in sports, and it's something that has to be addressed. No one wants to talk about it every day, but every day when there's new information coming out that changes the situation, you have to talk about it. I mean, that's 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 just the way it is. Um, I mean, I don't, you know, I know Jamie threw all of those guys together, Ben Simmons, who I, you know, believe has some, you know, I think he definitely has some mental issues he has to deal with, um, and Kevin Durant. See, I don't look at Durant as a bad guy. I just look at Durant, to me, is just so sensitive. I mean, he is the one that always, he wants to, you know, make his statements, but then if someone challenges him or says something, then he, you know, feels like, you know, they coming at him. To me, Kyrie, if you come at him, he kind of takes it. I don't think he's that type of guy. On the flip side, though, Durant will kill to play basketball, and he loves the game. Um, so for me, I would want somebody like Durant. He's just not a leader. Uh, if he, he, He's not going to be the leader on your team, and that's the biggest problem with the Nets. They don't have anybody that's a leader. But KD is a phenomenal player, and he plays hard, and he gives everything he has. So. If he wants to put on the purple and gold, I'm going to welcome him. Just don't let him be the guy making decisions on your coaches and, and leading. He's not the GM type like LeBron. LeBron knows usually the guys that can help him win, and he's proven it by uh, picking teams and, and winning championships with each one of the teams he's picked. But, no, it's what's you know, those guys have their flaws, and, you know, you know they, they have their challenges, and, you know, you just got to – none of them – you know, are perfect. They they got the flaws, and you know they're they when when there are guys, we overlook a lot of those flaws, and you know we root for them, and we kind of overlook it, and we say, okay, you know, they're cool. Let's roll with it. Same way Golden State does with with Draymond, or you know, everybody's going to do that with the guys that's on their team. Well, let me ask you a question: When Draymond, uh, you know, the the punch scene around the world was showcased, and and you saw that he only took a self-imposed absence, and I don't know if there's any fine levied or not, but nothing really came out of it, and everything seems to be, well, everything's not fine for them because they're actually three and six right now, so they're having their same issues as well. But did you get a sense that that you wanted more as far as maybe some type of uh, punishment, or you thought that was okay with the way that they handled Golden State did behind the scenes in regards to Draymond Green just letting him go for a few days and come back before the start of the season? Yeah, I don't think the league, I don't think that's a league issue. So if the league couldn't step in and do something, you know, me being a a, a Spartan, I'm a little bit uh, biased. So I'm probably not the average person when it comes to Draymond. He's a hot, but he's a hothead. He's a hothead and he needs to, he definitely needs to have some anger management issues. And um, yeah, I thought Golden State should have come out and 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 deal with them a little more harsher. I I think so. 
But just then, you hear, then you hear a lot of the players talk, and they say, "Hey, you know what? The only thing the difference is is cameras." We had guys that fought and guys that swung on teammates and so on and so forth. And you know, two days later, it was business as usual. So, but me as a as a fan, I, yeah, I thought I thought they should have they should have the Warriors should have been a little tougher with them. Well, let me ask you this before I hit it back to John. Are you surprised that no active players have said really anything on this whole Kyrie saga at any point in time outside of Kevin Durant, what he said today? No, not really, because the players, they, 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 they stick together. I mean, they do not come against each other, just like coaches. You don't hear too many coaches coming out criticizing other coaches. Players, you know, pretty much when it's, non you know they'll talk about somebody's basketball skills or or they make you know the wrong play but stuff they do outside of sports they don't usually they have a lot to say about other people but if it's somebody within their fraternity they usually are pretty tight-lipped and they you know, pretty much close ranks and and uh let the outside deal with that they're not going to criticize their own guys but that's not unusual. Referees don't do it to referees. Coaches don't yeah. do it to coaches. Owners don't do it to older owners. I don't know why people expect players to be different. Just the former players. They've been uh, it's like like Shaq, Barkley. Uh, you've heard Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, they got paid uh, to stoke. The, they got paid to stoke fires now. Yeah, yeah. Kareem's and Kareem, always had Kareem, a great place. Kareem, I don't know what his beef with with LeBron. He needs to let it go. He needs he to me he's he's overly sensitive when it comes to especially LeBron, you know. Yeah. But that's my opinion. I and I love Kareem. I think he's the you know he's the goat to me. But I think he's I think he's a little too critical of LeBron to me. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Hey Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. So let me get this straight. We're going to play a like a video game together? or Well, not exactly. Okay, fine. W- where's the controller? Uh, that's it's, it's right here. This is literally a sheet of paper. I don't understand what you... Well, here, re- you're going to need these two. Dice? You just had... Are these even dice? We are going to play Vampire the Masquerade. It's a role-playing game. What kind of vampire do you want to be? Okay, now you're telling me there's more than one kind of vampire? Oh, my friend, you have no idea. There's an Osferatu, there's Vampires and Vitae, an actual play podcast, season two to Pop Culture Cosmos. Well, I tell you what, I appreciate again all the comments that everybody has said over the course of the week. I know our chat room has had very divisive opinions on this subject as well. Our comments on the YouTube chatter, as far as uh, even after we go off the year, I've been at length typing up at three o'clock in the morning answers back to our, our, you know, audience, you know, right there on YouTube and also on Facebook, on Twitter, you guys have been just so tremendous as far as both ways, as far as 
one way or the other on this subject. I just like to have an area where we can have this kind of discourse and actually just treat each other with respect. And hopefully we can continue to do so right here at the Lakers fast break. But John, you mentioned uh, in your email, as far as, uh, you know, the possibility of, of Kyrie not being signed or who would be more likely to be signed to a multi-year contract, Russ or Kyrie. I'm sorry, my friend. I think Kyrie is going to not only play this year for the Brooklyn Nets, I have a feeling he's going oh, yeah. to get a, a, you know, at least a decent contract. He will not get a max contract. I think that's out the window after what we've seen this week. But I think he still will get a decent contract come next summer. Yeah, I think it'll be from a team that is thinking to themselves, hey, if we don't sign him, we're going to be where we're at. If we do sign him, you know, worst case Scenario, he acts up, we cut him or something like we buy him out. So I guess there will be a team that t- takes a chance on him. But I, I just I don't see a playoff contender signing him because you know they might have much more to lose than a team who you know who doesn't really or is not a free destination. <clears throat> Would you say maybe like a Charlotte or uh, maybe a team that does not have the kind of talent right now or it does not look like you said, a free agent destination. You know, I, I throw out Charlotte, especially with what's going on because Miles Bridges is now a free agent. He's going to have to serve some type of suspension when he comes back in the league. Most likely, you know, if he does get signed by a team after the no contest plead. So right now, Charlotte needs all the help as it, it can get. So that's something that maybe they might look at down the line or another team like that. Yeah. I don't know about Charlotte because, um, you know, if if they were to sign Kyrie, then he'd be taking minutes from Lamelo Ball. I know he's injured this year. Uh, good but, you point. Know, good uh, point. I expect, good point. Yeah, and I just don't, I don't see Lamelo and Kyrie playing. You know, side by side, and Kyrie's not going to come off the bench. So, but I see a team like Minnesota. Um, you know, who, who has D'Angelo Russell? But I don't know how committed they are they are to D'Angelo Russell. You know, I was thinking maybe this is going to be an interesting signing. I what if like San Antonio's were to sign him? You know, Popovich would have one hell of a time with Kyrie. But yeah, Orlando has their young players that they want to develop. I mean, it's the same same cases. Russ, like you know, you you playoff contenders won't be interested in him. And then, well, what about team- Chicago? A team like Chicago, if Lonzo is the, his injury is really a lot more serious than what it, they they've been letting us know. Maybe I don't know. Again, it depends on what they want to deal with the PR. I mean, I guess they have nothing yeah. to lose, but I don't know. Anyways, it's a very it's a very short list. That's what I'm trying to get. At, so, you think the Lakers I- would be on that list? Man, I mean, <laughs> given Rob's track record, it wouldn't surprise me if they signed him. I'm not putting it past him. I'm, I'm yeah, not me putting neither. it past him. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, Jamie, uh, you know, again, it's been a great discussion tonight about the Lakers and what's gone on with Kyrie Irving. Your final thoughts on the subject before we head on out, my friend. Why are we paying attention? <laughs> That's true. Uh, who cares? Let, let him go, man. Let him go. Uh, there's a part of the audience that, that cares. That's fantastic. I'm not saying don't talk about it. I'm posing the question. Who cares? Who cares? You care? By all means. I want. By all means. By all means. I want. I want this league to care. I want Adam Silver. I want the NBA PA, and I want the owners to start making these players accountable for not playing basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done with this. I, I am I am shut off from from the BS. You want to have a good you have and you have a renaissance going on right now in the NBA where you have 
talent that's starting to blossom, and you're going to have one of the best drafts coming up in 2023. You've you've you got to start making these guys accountable, and a little by little, they're doing it. You know, the fact that Durant requested a trade and didn't get traded, Kyrie being held accountable for saying is, is the, the 50th thing that he said that was dumb. Finally, after 50 times, they finally now they're starting to do something about it. We'll see anyways. You guys got to show me. You have to show me now. Show us. Show us that you are going to back up what you're saying. I think the comical thing is, and you guys read my email today. We had a chain of emails today that were, that I haven't, I haven't talked like that much on, on an email in probably 20 years. <laughs> the fact that Nike, the fact that Nike came out with their little diatribe, Nike, the same company that Don't sells it, and makes, yes. I, I'm, you, so this is where the comical, this is where, this, where, this is where it becomes comical. <laughs> Those guys telling me about ethics. R- Ricky Gervais already did this, by the way, on, on the Golden Globes. I don't need to do it. Go on YouTube, look at Ricky Gervais, and, and, and listen to what he said about Amazon and Apple. These best, guys are telling us about ethics. Best okay? Golden Globe host of all time. Yes. These guys, the guys of Power Industries, who are so oh, they're so concerned about what Thank Kyrie you, Daniel, said. for subscribing. They're so concerned about what Kyrie said. They got to put out a post. Oh well, we're against this kind of stuff. Oh, you're against this kind of stuff. In in, in on your tweet. Money. On your tweet. What about when? What about in the back? What's going on behind the door where you're writing this little thing? That's where this thing starts to get really crazy. And if you're a psychopath like me, I don't, you know, you're, you know, the only reason why I'm not saying what I want to say is I don't, I don't want to disrespect Gerald and his show. And not get him canceled. And get him canceled. I'm telling you right now, if it wasn't for Gerald, there would be no filter at all. Let's go log on Facebook, Joe. Let's, let's hear it. I mean, come on. Let's be, let's be real here, guys. Patreon. you guys have Hit heard on, me yeah. talk. You guys have heard me say about this real stuff, right? And I hate. I feel like I feel kind of stupid keep, that that I have to keep saying it, you know? Because most of the people that do do that, they're usually full of crap. But it's it's really exhausting because it, we're trying to talk about the Lakers, and we're, you know, some things are going on here, and we're talking about amazing players in the league, in New Orleans, and in Charlotte, and all these places, and who's going to come up in the draft? And then all of a sudden, this thing happens, and it completely drains out everything and um it's 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 kind of dumb i mean let's 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 try to just figure this out here so we can make this work tired of talking about this i know and and probably you know that by next week hopefully it'll simmer down so what we can get back to is real basketball talk consistently throughout an entire show that's my hope as well i'm burnt i'm not i'm not actually we're not doing a show tomorrow on saturday i'm I'm burnt from a, a week like this, uh, you know, as far as talking about these issues because it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> you know, I took a Jamie right there for you to spread spread the love. Right there. Our, 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 people, our people are talking for us. Petting my cat, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to channel you guys to say it for us. Okay, for me, for you, Charles. Can I pose a question to the panel to the chat? Yeah, absolutely. Of course, John. Okay, so if if uh, 
if this season goes or ends up like last season, which it seems like it will, do you trade LeBron AD at the end of this season? I was, no. I've always I was advocated that, but I I don't think they will ever trade LeBron. But AD wrong is a question. Wrong question. We can't do anything. Are you asking would we do it, or do you think the Lakers will do it? Those are two very different things. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. I, yeah. I'm serious. Like I we could I would trade both. This. That's just me. But then yeah, right. Yeah. We we could we could tra- we could talk about all the fake fantasy trades we want. What are Rob and Jeannie gonna do? They're never trading LeBron. They're never yeah. trading LeBron James ever. They are a legacy. They build the Laker brand is built on legacy players. They want whatever number of points he scores at the end of his career to have a Laker jersey next to it. That is the rule. That's the rule. It's not changing no matter how bad he looks, how old he gets, or anything. They gave Kobe Bryant a $25 million extension when he had one leg. I think it was 48. But a per year. Oh, per year, yeah. 24, yeah. For like two or three years, two years, yeah. I think. I agreed with that extension. That was for services rendered, right? The man earned that extension. He earned that extension with his blood, his sweat, his, everything he ever did. Well, Jamie, LeBron's brought us a championship. I agree. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not saying that the Lakers are wrong to function in that regard. It has served them very well. We have as many championships as the Boston Celtics. We have. Uh, we have been the more dominant team since the calendar 1980 year turned the most dominant team in the NBA since the calendar year turned in 1980. And a lot of that is because we, we chase and provide a comfortable work environment for elite talent. We don't, I I know like Joe was talking about building a team, like from the draft, the Lakers will never build the Lakers will never do what the Milwaukee Bucks have done. They will never do it through the draft. They cannot wait. They can't. It doesn't. It's not Hollywood. Whatever. There's eight million ways you could phrase that, but it's just not the the. It's not the modus operandi for the team. The modus operandi is to go hard after the most best expensive player that there is on the free agent market, any with whatever they can offer, and they will clear the decks to make that offer, just like they did with LeBron. That's why we let guys like Randall walk for nothing. We didn't want the cap space. We wanted we let Julius Randall walk for zero. Seventh pick in the NBA draft. Ah, just go ahead. What did he get from the Knicks? Two years for twenty million, something like that. Wherever he went. But we wouldn't have been able to sign LeBron. He went to he went to Pelicans. First he went to the Pelicans. Then he went to. But it was a one year deal, and it was a decent figure. I think it was like twenty twenty. It was well, it was like eighteen twenty. Regardless, the point being was that. We let the number seven pick in the NBA draft, who's a fine player, walk for nothing. You could have gotten something, right? You could have gotten something. We got zero because we wanted to go hard at LeBron. Now, probably the Lakers had an inkling that LeBron would want to come to LA. I'm sure that there was, I'm sure there was no, you know, backroom chats or anything that the league would want to know about, but I'm sure no they had like, you know, there was a, there was a fortune cookie. Somebody opened some, Oh, LeBron wants to be a Laker, something along those lines. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I the Lakers aren't going to be, you know, you, they might draft a guy like Luke Walton who sticks with the team for maybe a little too long, or they might draft a guy like, you know, Eddie Jones, who they flip for decent guys, and then they have to flip that guy for another decent guy, and then you end up with Kobe for the number. But the problem is, uh, we're gonna we're riding LeBron out. 
AD? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I go back and forth. I, I would have traded AD last summer. <laughs> Two years of the game. Huh? That's what ran nine with for the Pelicans. Two years, 18? But second year was the player option. And he Not walked away and saw, and went to uh, New York. That was, that was smart of Julius. Uh, that was, yeah, that sounds about right. But point being is that we we let it we let the number seven our our first te- top ten draft pick uh, since I forget who I forget who it was it might have been Michael Thompson uh, uh, our first lottery pick and yeah I mean everybody's everybody's throwing up players in the chat of who we walk walk for nothing and we could go on and on about it but the, yeah. the, there was John nothing Clarkson. to the madness right. There was method to the Clarkson's another one. There was method to the Lonnie Walker the and, fourth could be the next one. And L. Rob, you're absolutely right. It, all of those, all of those wranglings, so. all of those wranglings did get us a championship. All of those maneuvers brought us that bubble, that bubble banner. Caruso was playing great defense the other day. I, I was watching him. He absolutely well, was killing it on the defensive end. He would have been. Listen, we're not. We can't go back in time. There's no use spilling over crying milk. Uh, you yeah. know, I no, but it's a pattern. It's a pattern set by that guy right there. Oh, who's, well, Halloween yeah. came early this year. Yeah, uh, he's supposed to be rejoining <laughs> us on Sunday. So that's what I heard. That's what I anyway. L. Rob, you're right. Uh, it, it, the, the, my problem with the is that Rob Lowe. <laughs> my my problem with the banner, the bubble yeah, banner, will always be that he was in legacy. I'll, I'll consider that to be the most mentally taxing of all NBA championships. One, but it's also was like an you're never going to get three months off before the playoffs and you're never going to not travel for the playoffs ever again. Yep. And so I don't, I don't believe that Anthony Davis can help a championship team in a normal 82 game season anymore. I, I don't think his body can stand up to it. I, 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 I he, it hasn't, let's put it that way. It hasn't yet. And I, I just don't see it happening. And so I would have, I would trade AD as soon as you could, but I, I don't think they will. Yes, Sean. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. Can I can I say can I say can I end this on a in a, in a good note? Absolutely. Before we go on, I wanna <laughs> I wanna I wanna I'm gonna my plan is to go to the March seventh game for Pau Gasol's jersey unveiling. Nice. Me too. But in, in response price, to that, in response to that, I'm gonna give Jeannie and the Laker organization a lot of props. The banners from Minneapolis, the cor- uh, coordinating the era style jerseys for the for the for the retired players, and the Walter A. Brown Trophy finally getting some some visuals here. Props to Jeannie and the Lakers for putting it together. Those banners from Minneapolis look amazing. There's only yes. one thing I would do. And that's just put Mikan's name on his jersey. I know they didn't have the names on the back of the jersey then. I know. But you did it. You gave, I think it was his grandson or his son, whoever it was. You got you gave him a a a, a framed jersey with his name on it. Just put it up there because I really, really, really like that color up there. It really looks good. I, uh, I so props, props to Jeannie. That that Walter that Walter A. Brown trophy looked phenomenal, and I've I've been saying maybe not to you guys because I've, I've only known you guys for a year, but I had been saying for years like why don't they include that trophy? I know it was like the Stanley Cup, 
but they do replicate those for the Stanley Cup winners. It's just that the actual cup goes around once whoever wins it, right? But I think those, you know, this is the history of the NBA. You gotta, you gotta take into into account. George Mikan was the first NBA superstar, and this is important in terms of building this thing. Yeah, I know there were only eight teams back then, but you can't go back in time and make thirty-two teams at that point. That was the beginning of it. So it was nice to see them honor George Mikan and put just an absolutely beautiful display of the jerseys, beautiful display of the Minneapolis titles. Bravo, bravo. And I wanted to, I wanted to really make that clear and, 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 and let them know that they, they really, really did a good job in, in how they presented that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you. It does look good. I, I it really, really like looks it. good. Yeah. It really looks good. Uh, maybe something that they should go ahead. Are, are they selling that in the NBA store? Do you know, or do you know if it's on the Lakers team site? The jersey? Yeah. I'm sure they are. Okay. Because that, that's um, a good look. Uh, yeah, it really is. I, I know it's not – I know for a USC family, I know that's kind of difficult for Jeannie to, to support the, the blue and white, but – Well, they work out at the UCLA when I saw, Health Center. When I saw Russell Westbrook in that light blue white, it was like, whoa. Look, <laughs> for a second there, like if you squint, looked like he was back at UCLA. <laughs> that, that's that's what I saw too. I saw him in a UCLA uniform yeah. first time. And they are going to be celebrating Powell and honoring Powell and putting his his jersey in the rafters. And it they looks do. like they're gonna put it between the yes. eight and the twenty four. Which I think that's classy. Yeah, that's that was a big part of the excitement too, because Chick's microphone was in between the eight and twenty four, and they shifted it to the left with Shaq. Now. They've got eight and twenty-four at the end. They're going to shift twenty-four likely to the right, and then put Powell right there. It's again, they really killed it. They 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 killed it on this one. They really really did well on it. Absolutely, but except for James Worthy coming out there, <laughs> that was funny because everybody was expecting them not to come out there as far as being Genie or Rob. To come I'm just out happy there. they didn't they didn't have Robert Ory do it. At least James Worthy is, you know. Can can say James and I I, I love Robert Ory by the way but uh, James Worthy just is a little bit more articulate. <laughs> yeah, well that's true, that's for sure. But uh, all right, guys, air. it's been a great evening talking to you guys, trying to cheer us all up again. The Lakers, unfortunately, from the defensive end, could not get it done. One thirty, one sixteen. Uh, before we head on out, any of you guys have any last thoughts? L. Rob, it's been great to have you back in the fold, my friend. Jamie Sweet, great to have you here. I know your schedule's been very limited. John, great to have you back as well. A lot of returning people. I love this. I love this. Any last thought? And, of course, Joe and I. It's a redeemed team. Yes, 69 (laughs) Mega's back. 69 Mega. Please subscribe to us, 69 Mega. You guys can stay. Hit the like button. subscribe. Yeah. We're back. We got our three back, by the way. Okay. Yes, that's all been tonight. So, So thank you for coming out. Even the guys that were, were destroying LeBron and calling us social justice warriors. We salute you. Thank you for missing Blue Magic. I I do have a last thought. I'd like to talk about Kyrie Irving. Good point, John. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think we've talked about uh, uh, Kyrie Irving enough. No, not this week at all. Not this. I think there's some more. It's almost. It's almost like the trade Russ discussions we had over the summer, where I, I actually, I actually do think we could squeeze a little more blood from that rock. Oh my gosh. L Rob, any last thoughts before we head on out? No, it's great to uh 
hang out with you guys again. So it's great seeing you, Rob. Great seeing you. And congrats on getting married. Congrats on yes. getting married. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Clap, Joe. Thank clap. No, he's not going to do it. Only claps on the inside. It's, on the inside. It's a little. It's a little eight. It's a little late. Is this, is this right? your first okay. marriage? Is this your first marriage, Joe? No, like this is my uh, second one. Second, oh, well, second, second round. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, Joe with the new haircut, L Rob with the new wife, John with his channel that you got to subscribe to. Yes, the new Krusty Krab hat right there yep. for you. Please go ahead and subscribe to his channel today. John McCallion right there for you. Right. His name, the name of his channel is right there. I'm going to put it in big. Big, 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 right there. Oh, I'm going to put it right there. No, sorry, Jamie. Right there. If you Appreciate cannot that. see it, please go ahead. Subscribe. Yeah, let's minimize Joe's face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we've got Brad Pitt right here for you. Got a smooth hair right there. That's going for you. All right. All right. L. Rob, great to have you back, my friend. John, great to have you back on the show. Thank you. Jamie, I know your time is limited this month, but I truly appreciate you stopping by as well. And of course, you know, Joe, it's always great having you here, my friend. Always great having you share your thoughts with us. And uh, Zangerstein says, uh, congrats on getting married, L. Rob. So there you go right there. Our chat room says congrats. Yes, Panama Cat. It's not bring back L. Rob. It's when L. Rob wants to come back. He always gets the notices. He so was, he's he was, a busy man. And he was a contributor last season, big time, when we were in some conversations because the Lakers were god-awful. So it's it's all yeah, based on these guys. The season. Not boring Whatever. conversations. Terrible season. That's what I need to say. I <laughs> yeah. apologize. We never have boring conversations here. No, especially when Laker Tom – back in those days, Laker Tom and I were fighting every single – or every other game. And you were always having to be the intermediary. And then we were right like – 1,000 essay long emails after that to each other, and you'd be like the intermediary trying <laughs> to get coming him. back. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. peacemaker. Yes, there you go. Absolutely. So, he I have some final thoughts. Boy. Go ahead, John. I'd like to talk about thoughts. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, John. You share the final uh, thoughts. Go Lakers, but God help us. That's, that's my closing thought. There you go. L Rob, anything for us before we head on out? This is before it goes totally off the rails. No, I look forward to joining you guys again when uh, time for sure. And go, go Lakers. Let's get go that Lakers, w done sir. Bounce back. I'd like to, All will be I'd like right to... in the world again. Nice. Absolutely. Well, go Lakers indeed. But again, to go do Lakers. that, yes, go Lakers. We will have no show on Saturday because I actually need to take a deep breath. Yeah, go to the Waterside Park. You know what you should do? You should go to the Waterside Park, talk to somebody in line, mention Kyrie Irving. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, do you have water in Vegas? Um, It's all manufactured. (laughs) All manufactured right there. It's all recycled. But I will say it's great to have everyone here. The chat room, you guys have been tremendous tonight. Big shout out to you. Best Lakers chat room that's out there. I know the Lakers guy, you know, he does a great channel of its own. Lakers Nation has their own channel. Great community. But we are growing the best community right Laker here Nation in Lakers land. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lakers Nation who. But I will say that you guys are a great community. Great job again tonight in the chat room from everybody sharing their thoughts. Please, I'm glad you're just keeping it civil and keeping it just fair with each other. You're sharing your thoughts right there for you. But once again, the Lakers do lose 130 to 116. We will be back on Sunday afternoon. Looking to go ahead and connect with you on Sunday afternoon. 1230 start time. So that puts us right around 3 p.m. 
most likely 3 p.m. ish Pacific for Sunday. So hopefully you can join us then. Lakers Nation was talking about bringing back Pau Gasol two off seasons ago. Oh my gosh. Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not talk about the last years of Powell's career. I mean, I'll bet, I'll at... bet I'll, I'll bet Lakers Nation's talking about Kyrie Irving right now. I'm going yeah, over there. I'll see you guys later. All right. Well, you have fun, <laughs> man. You have fun. But once again, it's a real good channel here at the Lakers Fast Break. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go ahead and subscribe today so you get the latest notifications when we go live on the air. And we will go live on the air around 3 p.m. Pacific right here on YouTube. If you have any questions for Joe, who's pointing at you right now, Go ahead and talk to him right there at LakersBall.com. Or if you want your lawn transformed into something much more miraculous than you do today, or than you have today, in the Southern California area, there's no better place to go than Sinblades. Sinblades with the Y.com. Of course, Richard, that's right. Hit the like button. Two thumbs up. Joe's been flashing fingers all show long. He's actually finally starting to get to the thumbs. So go ahead, show those thumbs right there. Like, like the show tonight. Absolutely, indeed. Trevor Lee loves some political. Yeah, well, okay, if you say so. But yeah, who's that? Who is that? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, ten minutes of that show. It's it's there and it's there. They, you know what? I cannot say too much about it because again, they have five hundred thousand subscribers. And, Oh, go. is that who runs Lakers Nation? I don't even know who Trevor Lane is. I don't. Yeah. I don't pay. I don't really pay attention to the. Internet. I see you comment on the articles. Oh, do I? Yes. <laughs> Cut red-handed. <laughs> Sorry, Facebook. Well, actually, I say Facebook has told a lie. So there you Traitor. go. But go ahead and catch Ox1947 today at LakersBall.com. Oh, wait, 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 no. Sticks wait, and Extenders just got here. Okay, Sticks. We're about to talk about <laughs> Kyrie Irving. You, okay, yes. let's start again. Once again, the Lakers lost 131. Okay, we'll start from the very beginning. First but man up say, tonight. First man here. Yeah, first we should man have a up, discussion. We, we should have a discussion. Which guy on the show is more likely to sell out? Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gerald's been talking about that crypto.com money for decades. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, Pay me and 20 million. And, they, and they've, only been, they've only been in charge of the arena for eight months. Who on the show is more likely to turn into Nick? His name is Nick Ling. Is that his name? No, uh, it is, you know, it's Trevor, Trevor Lane. Lane. Trevor Lane. Trevor Lane. We just said Trevor Lane. <laughs> what else you got? Give me the zeros, and there you go. I've got, you got some heroes right here for you. But it is once again the Lakers fast break. If you have any questions for us at Lakers fast break on Twitter, also as well again Joe Soro at LakersBall.com. Yami Swoot, go ahead and check out his latest five things articles today at LakerHolics.com. His real name is Jamie Sweet, but you know Yami Swoot indeed. John McCallion, go ahead and subscribe to his channel and check out all the great stuff that's going on at John McCallion. L. Rob, he is there every now and then at Lakerholics.com. So go ahead and check out him, Jamie Sweet, and the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Laker Tom. Laker Tom, not drinking a Pepsi, that's for sure. I think I said earlier in the chat that the day Joe you know, does not want to share his opinion or that Joe is not allowed to share his opinion is the same day Tom drinks a Pepsi. So that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Sacrilegious. Isn't that what we do on the show? It's that that's true. I don't drink Pepsi on the show. That's no, it's sure. not about giving our opinions. Oh yeah, well we are the most opinionated Lakers podcast that's out there. That's for sure. Let's talk about Kyrie. So uh, Rob will make an appearance on Sunday, but if you have any questions for me, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com or right. That's here. such a that, that's such a basic thing. Opinionated. 
It's our, we're opinionated. Well, I'm trying to it? find some kind of cool. We gotta, we gotta. Ba- you have to back it up too. You can't just no, have an opinion that's. Stuck. Haven't we backed it up all week long? It no, we didn't back it up. We thought Kyrie was gonna play well this year. I changed my mind. I said, <laughs> I, did I not no. say I was wrong? And then now you're telling me he's going to sign some deal somewhere in Minnesota at the sun, in the summer. No, I did start the Minnesota thing. What, what team is going to bring that guy onto their team, really? Think about it at this point. He will play Sacramento. in the NBA. He's that guy has napalmed every the, place he's been. He'll play. Somebody let's, talk about, let's talk about Kyrie. Yeah, let's talk about Let's start again. No, no, I'm talking about Gerald. I'm, 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 I'm talking about Gerald, not know, about Kyrie. Know, That's an example. Ay, ay, ay. You remind me of what's his name? What's it? Uh, remember in uh, Key and Peel? Remember uh, Mr. Garfield? I'm for real. I'm for real. <laughs> you are for he had to real. make it an announcement that he was real. Call right, people we- A. Ron. Can we, and, can we all agree? And A-Ron. A-Ron gets, is, is got the, that's the more famous name on that. I thought Jake, Jake Quillen was the best one. Or O'Shag Hennessy. I don't know why that doesn't get more pub. Well, they uh, probably don't know Kyrie Irving. Yeah, <laughs> what you all think of the what y'all think of the World Series right now? Well, you know what? Uh, you know, I thought that catch was ridiculous. <laughs> that catch was well again, Joe Soro and Laker Tom as as Dodgers and Yankees fans, they're not really enjoying it right now, that's for sure. So yeah. baseball yeah. is a depressed That's that's for Sunday. On that note. Just a yeah, depressed on that note, impression yeah. of where's Aaron Judge gonna sign? The Dodgers? Who cares? Who Dodgers. cares? There you go. Always the Dodgers, indeed. But once again, as long as Dave Roberts is the manager there, you'll never win another World Series. But Andrew oh Freeman God. runs the show, not not Dave Roberts. Well, Montreal. Then you better enjoy <laughs> go enjoy your, enjoy yeah. your hundred wins during the regular season and your one win in the playoffs. That might Joe, be. I knew, I knew you were a Giants fan. Sticks, uh, sticks. I thought your joke was about the hat was better than the joke about Judge going to San Francisco. First of all, he's not going to San Francisco because San Francisco, San Francisco. it's not going to drop four hundred million. They're a cheap organization. Yeah. I know this. I hung out with Will Clark about two months ago. He told me everything about that organization. They ain't paying Jack squat for anybody anywhere near that number. There's no way. I love how two months ago he wouldn't tell me he was with Will Clark. He just said somebody, and then all of a sudden, two months later, he's dropping Will Clark's name. Will. Yeah, because he wants to make a point. Tell you? Guys, yeah. it's, almost three, it's almost three o'clock. I guess I, I know. Let, let, let's let Al Rob out of here, guys. And everyone, thanks so much. We're gonna kill it right now. But everyone, thank thanks you, so much for being in the chat. Thanks so Always much again for joining Kyrie. us. We'll be back on three p.m. <laughs> right around there, Pacific, on Sunday, right after the Cleveland game. And we just truly appreciate the chat room and truly appreciate everyone watching and listening to us right here at the Lakers Fast Break.